You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm your host for this evening, and I'm joined by the returning Hamish and my fellow Aberdeen fan, John. How are you doing? Not bad. How are you? Very well, thanks. Uh, Happy New Year, Hamish. Uh, Happy New Year to you guys. Not been on for over a month, I think. Aye. How was your dinner last week then? Ah, it was not bad. Not bad at all. (laughs) So you can do a good job? Yeah, well, I was doing the cooking, so yeah. Uh, so start off. Anyone drinking anything exciting? Not really exciting. I've got a, a glass of red wine here. You've always got a wee glass of red. Yeah. There's always, there's always a wee half bottle left, you know, from the weekend. <laughs> nice. What were you, John? Um, Dilluting apple juice tonight. Being good again. Ah, yeah, I'm trying to be good tonight. Eh? Dilluting summer fruits juice or something like that. No beers tonight. Uh, so charity bets. We should probably just call it the losing charity bet uh, this season. Um, I've been informed at £135 so far this season. It's not bad, but it's not great compared to what we've been at previously. So, yeah. uh, you were getting the blame last week, Hamish, anyway, because yeah. you went on. Um, I, heard, I did hear that, that was a surprise. Yeah. So, I've got a few things picked out for tonight, but we'll, uh, we can discuss that later. I definitely. So, we went for Stephen Dolby as first goal scorer again. Unfortunately, that never came in. Um, he was 7 to win a fair few goals. Now, we went for Rangers Marwell, both teams to score, which came in. So that was good. So we were thinking, aye, we're on to a good one here. Air at home at Queen's Park. Air, 0-0. Shocking. Even without that, say that, now, say that he did, he did come in. Hey, should have said off air. Hearts guaranteed. It was a gaffer guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. They'll no, no let us down. Did I did I guarantee you that we'd win the tie, or was it to win on the day? Oh, no, 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 guaranteed that Hearts are going to win. What what was? <laughs> we had. Oh, where was it? Gaffer, Jambos will not disappoint this week, and that's a gaffer promise. <laughs> they are exact words. Yeah, well, if you start your week on a Sunday, uh, we've got a replay on Wednesday, so we won't disappoint. But he'll let us down anyway, so it doesn't really matter what Hart said. Maybe, maybe they would be a lie side. They're trying to be scuppered anyway, so it doesn't matter. I think, I think the big shock was Dundee getting beaten, really. Aye, we almost did uh, on the charity bit, but that probably... I thought we had that in the charity bit, no? Was it not discussed last week? Um, but I'm yeah. glad we didn't go for it, because I fancy Sitman later in the week for some reason. Aye, we did. We missed him out. But aye, could be a way to kickstart St Mirren season, mind you, which they badly need. Because mm-hmm. um, what was it? I think they've got their seven points adrift for 15 games to go. Yeah, they're struggling big time. They definitely need to pick up points. But yeah, yeah that, definitely. that could kickstart last season. Mm-hmm. I think, whoever, um, I think fans of other teams will be thinking... Um, yeah, I hope I hope they um hope that these agents on the podcast tonight pick against us tonight and then our team will win. That seems to be the way it's going. Like for example, if um Motherwell fans will be hoping that we take Rangers so that Motherwell will end up winning on our luck. Not uh, that we're gonna go with that, but um it just I, seems to be the way we're just having no luck at all with these bets. Whatever we predict, basically don't bet it. That that's what you're saying. Aye, pretty much aye. Aye. 
which it may be go for something a wee bit different this week, but we'll see what Hamish comes up with anyway later on. Uh, I was looking at the both teams to score starts again for different, we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Um, shocks of the round, apart from St Mirren, don't think there was particularly anything else that springs the, that springs the wing in terms of shocks. Yeah, the only one that you can consider some sort of a shock was uh, no, Wraith taking Hearts to a replay. Especially when the form rate were on. But Hearts yeah. pretty poor form as well. Obviously, I was quite shocked at it, but you know, our, our away record isn't the best, and we've been drawing a lot of these games when we've been leading away from home. So, But I was still pretty shocked, must admit. Was it Rudy Scatchel set up the goal? Yeah, it was. After all, the Hearts fans were cheering him when he came on, thinking, oh, he's just coming on for a wee cameo appearance. And, <laughs> you know, he took the shot that the guy had her done. So. Aye, McManus said somebody. That's sure will be relieved, given the miss he had. Yeah, yeah. That was a shocker. Although I don't know what Stephen, um, Stephen Thompson was on, because he said that was from three years. How could it be from three years when he was outside the six-yard box? But still should have scored. Yeah. I think the... It's quite a bobbly pitch there, uh, although it was in better condition, and I've seen that, I think, last season when they showed some of the championship games on Sky, it, it was terrible pitch, really patchy, um, but we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, I think it took a bobble and hit his shin, but still, from that distance, you should be scoring. It could be a big, a big one if Hearts can go through, we Edinburgh Derby as well if they get through. Exactly. I think, well, obviously if we look at that game, and I thought Hearts actually looked quite good in the game in the first half. Obviously dominated the first half, and we're playing four new players, who I thought all looked pretty good. Uh, but we just didn't turn up in the in the second half at all. Aye, by all accounts, the boy Strunner's quality, the right back. Yeah, he, he did look really good, and he, in a way, he kind of dominates like Patterson as well, he's a big guy and his mobile gets forward a lot so I was quite impressed with him and also the French guy Martin or oh, yeah, Martin yeah. But he, he, he looks a player uh, and interestingly takes all our free kicks and set pieces so we've, we've been missing that for years so I, I think they were good additions and it might actually do us a favour for them all getting another game midweek before we've got quite a hectic fixtures coming up against Celtic and Rangers, so if they can all get another game under their belt, might actually be a blessing in disguise. Uh, I suppose what else do we want to talk about in terms of Scottish Cup? I think the, the rangers Mallow games are, um, was a big talk, because that was arguably the tie of the round out of all the, the games that were played at the weekend, and Mallow did threaten that victory. Um, and then, it's a good first goal by Kenny Mallow, but the second one, I don't know what Stephen McManus was doing, that was a shocking error. Good pass by Windash, right enough. Um, yeah. Suppose the only was it not Hyman? Some... Yeah, it was Hyman. Hyman played the through ball. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Hyman. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought it was Windass for some reason. Right, that's you. Sad. Yeah. Hmm. No, it was a it was a good through ball, but you know there was a big hole in the middle of the defence, wasn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My notes basically just said Stephen McManus WTF, which I'm sure you all <laughs> know what that stands for. Um, yeah. Crazy. But, but uh, there was. There was the laughing point after the game with uh, Mark McGee's interview where he was almost in tears, uh, which is understandable because if you remember back to the, I think almost the first couple of weeks of the season, Motherwell were one up, one nil up at Ibrox and ended up losing two one with a last minute Kenny Miller goal as well. So he did look a bit frustrated, but he's got his chance this weekend to try and uh, get a win. 
He has. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Miller impressing again with a double. All the talk just now about whether he'll get a new contract. Surely he'll some kind of contract. Yeah, the gaffer would be very upset if um, he didn't get a new contract. I think um, Craig would go into meltdown if he was to go again. Right, I'd have to get a new poster. Mm-hmm. Someone else. Think, to be his poster boy. I think uh-huh. Craig would probably offer him a three-year contract now, but I think the likelihood is he'll probably get you know a one-year contract extension. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean to be fair to him, he's um, you know he's been Rangers' best striker again, and um, he's actually shown what Scotland are missing. You know, people say when Kenny Mill left the Scotland scene four years ago, uh, it's it's no big it's no big miss. But when you see what how the other so-called strikers have performed. He has been a big miss, although he wasn't prolific. Mm-hmm. He did a hell of a lot of work, and no, he did have a big contribution to the Scotland team when he was there. He's playing a slightly different role now, mind you, for Rangers, I think, at times. But yeah, he's definitely terrific for him. Aberdeen, probably not. John, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a uh, job done, wasn't it? Got the cat tie killed off early, and just um, you know took it easy the rest of the game. Um, I never expected a struggle to be honest. I mean, given that Stranraer had um, lost their manager early in the week as well, wasn't the best preparation for them, and they're struggling. But you still got to go out and do the job. And again, an unchanged team, fourth game running, fourth straight win. That'll help the confidence again in uh, um, the game on Friday. Ah, it was good, think, to, good to see. I think, that, I think that is the main thing that you've you're now playing the same team week in week out. You've got Rooney back scoring goals as well, so it's all looking positive for Aberdeen. Just now, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not a major positive today, though. Graham Shinney extended his contract for a further year, so that's terrific news. Much as maybe we're mm-hmm. looking at other players like Sir Hayes, obviously still speculation that he could be away. McGinn, the others that are out of contract, but yeah. terrific news with Shinney. Hopefully, in the next few days, there'll be other players that will follow. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing with Shinney as well is that because, sorry, John, um, because he had. Um, with him adding on to, to make it two and a half years of a deal left, it means that if anyone wants them, they've got to pay a little bit of money for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so security that way. Um, but hopefully nobody comes in for him because we'd rather he stayed at Aberdeen. And McInnes has come out and said that he prefers Shinny as a midfielder last week. And yeah. there's talk of maybe one or two players coming in before the window closes. I know Stevie May linked again. He seems to get linked with Aberdeen almost every transfer window. So not played for press in this season. Could be one to watch. Yeah, he's he's just back from a long term injury as well. So if it's an if it's a, a loan deal with the option to take him at the end of the season, I would definitely take it because you know um, he showed when he was at St Johnson what a terrific player he was. And before he went to press when he was leaving Sheffield Wednesday, I wanted us to go all out to get him at that point because a lot of people say, oh, "It's an our striker. Do we need an our striker?" Well, we've only got Rooney out of those strikers that are scoring because Story isn't playing in Stockley just. Doesn't look the part for me, and others aren't coming through. So May would definitely give us options, and I'd rather have those options. Yeah, it's a kind of player that I would like to see Hearts make a move for as well. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine a few clubs would be interested in him if he's available up here. I'd think even yeah. St Johnson, obviously his old club, probably be interested yeah. as well. So I see mm-hmm. what happens. What we are well, a week tomorrow, transfer window mm-hmm. closes. Yeah. Just in case I watch this space, see what happens. Um. Probably move on to Ross County in terms of them thrashing Dundee United, who have gone horribly off the boil recently. Yeah, I think Ross County as well are a team on form as well. So it didn't surprise me they won, but it surprised me they won 6 2. Yeah, links in quite nicely with the draw for the next round as well, with 
it being Ross County against Aberdeen. One of the tougher draws, I would say. Oh, it is. Um, when that came out, I was really disappointed because I was one. Well, obviously, what home team first, but um, you know, Ross County is as tough a draw as we could have got out with Celtic and Rangers and and Hearts. Yeah, well, we don't have a great record there as well. I see as well Jim O'Brien signed for them on loan. Used to be Motherwell. Got in the score sheet as well. Could be a good signing for them. Well, they've got him and then they've got... They signed Burke as well earlier, didn't they? I don't think he's, maybe I think he's played much. No, I don't know whether he wasn't in the score on Saturday. See what happens there, O'Brien at the end. Um, looking at Dundee United though, as I say, they're in a bit of, kind of free fall, but World Flood can't even get a game for them. I'm surprised at that. Is he injured or anything though? Like, he was at half-time. Yeah, I thought he'd have done quite well at that level. Yeah, I thought Cammy Smith would have done better as well. He scored a hat-trick in one of his first games against Partick in the League Cup, but since then, he's not really done a lot. Yeah. I think he's actually, there's talk of him going back to Aberdeen. Aye, but I think it's a case of going, back, going mm-hmm. back to Aberdeen and then getting sick. Yeah. Aye, a bit disappointing, as you say. I thought when he could have got that hat-trick early on, it's not worked out that way. Obviously, potential tie of the round, though, will be the Edinburgh Derby. If Hearts can win on Wednesday night. Without a doubt. Aye. I think there's no doubt that will be the tie of the round if uh, a few boys do the business on, uh, on Wednesday. It's quite sharp, that replay. I mean, I know Castro came out after the game and says, I've just been informed it's on Wednesday, which took him by surprise. Yeah, it was, um, it's about all he said in the interview after the game, but um, it, it, it was quite surprising. And I know because I'm, I'm getting a ticket, well, I'll, get, I'll buy my ticket online. Uh, tonight, um, but it, it's been a bit of a scramble for Hearts to organise it all and you know confirm everything. So yeah. I was quite surprised. But then yeah. if you look at if you look at our fixtures coming up, we're playing Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, and then mm. potentially the following Saturday or Sunday for the the Hibs game if we get there. So there wasn't really any way of fitting the game in without having it this Wednesday. It's lucky I had the winter break. Well, it's, that's it. You know, you cram loads of games in before the winter break. You get the winter break, and then we're cramming what four games in ten days. Yeah, I suppose earlier on, kind of talking about shocks, we always had another shock whereby Elgin going ahead against Inverness. I think a few people had put money in Elgin maybe to win that as well, but aye, Inverness came through in the end. Yeah, credit to Inverness because I mean, I said in the blog last week there was a potential banana skin for them. Um, but they, they, they did well to show some character and they probably needed that um, to give them a boost going into the league campaign this weekend because they're a team that desperately needs to start winning games. They haven't won in the league since September, so that might act as um, a morale boost for them. Aye. Uh, and then disappointment for Kilmarnock as well, losing a light goal to Hamilton. And then obviously the news that Kula Bali's in Egypt for talks with a couple of Egyptian clubs, so watch this space there. Yeah, I thought I, um, I Clark made five put five new players in for their debut, including the goalkeeper, which was probably the most surprising of the lot, given the fact Jamie Jones arguably been their best player this season. Um, I, I wonder I, if Lee Clark's losing the plot, to be honest. Yeah, I was absolutely shocked by that because McDonald's been the best goalie for a long time uh, there, and <laughs> how many new players is Lee Clark going to put into the team? He did it at the start of the season with basically a, a whole new team. Now it comes to halfway through the season and he's doing the same. That's one of those like people making a mistake, I think, in that players from down south are automatically better. Uh, I know you got a few boys on loan from Newcastle, went the boy Woodman that replaced McDonald. He's like goal or something like that, but yeah, strange one. And I think it's been a, a worse position as well if Cooler Ballet does go, because I, I, they'll get good money for him, but 
there's very, I would very much doubt that anything will really be invested back in the team. Aye, I would, I would have thought any money that goes to the club will go to the boardroom first. But I, th- I think Lee Clark's post-match interview um, as well, once again, he was pretty much slating the team and he's not really helping his his case to get these players on side and he needs them to stay on side if he's going to keep that club up this season. I suppose the only thing he's got going for him is the fact that there's so many clubs that are struggling. So there's going to be mm. a battle to see who, who does go down. Or something. You can't even rule out Ross County going down. However, I think they'll be all right in terms of the fact that... But yes, going back to the cup, the cup draw itself, I mean, it's... Um, you know, and I d- was Roy Stewart deliberately trying to add entertainment, or did they have a lot of um, what Hamish has got tonight? A lot of um, that free booze on the um, paid, you know, paid for um, forum. Because yeah. <laughs> that was something it, else. It, it was extraordinary, wasn't it? He was absolutely blotto and uh, <laughs> made an absolute pig's ear of it. Uh, even had Stubbs reading out six instead of nine, and right at the end, Rod Stewart did turned away when the chap was trying to uh, shake his hand. I mean, it was it was comedy. <laughs> yeah. did, did you see it a bit as well when it looked like he, he fell up Rod Petrie? Yeah. <laughs> 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 As someone said, it was like an off-the-ball sketch, really, wasn't it? And it was, uh, it was almost like it was staged. Uh, <laughs> but there you go. Off-the-bottle? Off the bottle, aye. On the bottle, more like. Aye. <laughs> uh, I suppose, to be fair, the draw is usually pretty kind of poor. Like, boring, so aye. Yeah, I didn't have that yeah. yeah. so. But uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't have been that bad, because he still gave Rangers a customary home tie. Yeah. That's, that's got to happen. Aye. Yeah. That was uh, a good one. What about... But they made it that last home tie. <laughs> was it ten, ten in a row home ties they've had? In the cup? They have... They haven't had um, tie in any cup competition since they played Dumbarton in the Scottish Cup in 2014-15. Um, every tie since then, they've been at home all the time. Um, Microwave like balls, frozen balls, whatever it is. Some some start. Some start. What about goal around? What are you going for? I'd have to say probably Sinclair, the one that he, he lofted up in there and it dipped in at the top corner. That just, um, you know... Went beyond all senses of gravity of that goal because that looked as though it was going miles over and then somehow it dipped suddenly. That was just. It was a brilliant goal. The only one that came close to that, I think, was the boy Fees Fife that scored at Livingston. That was a pretty well hit shot. Yeah. But Good news for Celtic fans as well. Would Tierney been back for them? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised that they, you know, because they were playing on AstroTurf and they, you know, they brought in their. Obviously, he must have trained well during the week but I was surprised they sort of rushed them on the AstroTurf and against the sort of lower league team they played a pretty strong lineup, up actually Celtic yeah. yeah they've kind of got a pretty strong squad so it's quite hard for them not to yeah. pick a strong team yeah I think I think to be fair to clubs in Scotland you know unlike their counterparts in England where you get even championship teams playing their um, B team because they just they think um, league possession is more important which yes it is but the money's just far too much but in Scotland even the league cup um, everyone seems to be playing their best team. You know, you might get one or two changes. It's not like ten no. changes, eleven changes like some of the teams in England do. I suppose I as well. Sorry, Hamish, when you go. Yeah, I was going to say that you know Celtic have that added sort of pressure of winning trebles and expected to win cups. So you know they don't want to go out to a shock defeat and then that 
could sort of stop their momentum. I suppose the thing as well, though, the fact they went a break, folk will be keen to get players getting games. So that maybe had an element of why no. Uh, we want just to be on the productions. Yeah, yeah, may as well. It seems like kind of quite a flat podcast. There. I don't know. Scottish Cup maybe just not exciting as yet. It's too early, isn't it? Yep. I, don't know. I think there was just a lot of games to to cover there. Um, you know, it's hard to get them to cover them all. What we got? There is a midweek game, but we won't bother doing predictions with that. Celtic. Uh, but Friday night, Aberdeen versus the. It's the BT match. Um, I think Aberdeen are back in great form. Can't see them losing the game. Uh, will they keep a clean sheet? Yep, I think they will. So I'll go two now. Oh. John. Yeah, I'll match Hamish's uh, prediction. I think we're, we're playing really well. Dundee will be down after getting beaten Saturday. Um, I'm pretty confident this is going to be a 2-0. I am thinking 2-0 as well. Uh, Aberdeen are 2-5, the draw is 4-1, and Dundee are 13. Uh, Saturday, Kamarica against Ross County. What do you think, John? Uh, I think Ross County will win 2-0. I think Kilmarnock, um will struggle with it. Kayla Valley, I think Ross County have hit form. Um, winning at Inverness and at New Year, winning at the weekend. I think can't see past County to be honest. Yeah, I would definitely say Ross County are going to win, but I fancy Kilmarnock to get a goal because later in the charity bet, I'm going to say both teams to score in this game, so I'm going to go two-one away win to Ross County. Uh, I'm going to go probably same as John. I think uh, Ross County and Kilmarnock now. Kabarik are 2-1, the draw is 12-5, and Ross County are 29-20. In terms of, see, in terms of both teams to score, Kabarik are the worst in the league for it. Nine games, yeah, both teams to that, score. Ross County, 12. Yeah, but they'll be used to scoring goals in their plastic pitch. That'll be 0-0 this weekend, then. <laughs> uh, I missed out, actually, the Motherwell Rangers game. Strangely enough, it's not on McBookie just now. And, uh, and that's I, noticed, uh, I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah. So, it's the half past twelve sky game. Aye. What about home against Rangers, Hamish? <laughs> well, after Mark McGee almost in tears, he is gonna have his troops absolutely psyched up for this game. So I'm gonna go for a draw here, a two two draw. A Desmond. Yeah. Because they played, I mean, Motherwell played well. I know they had sort of ten men behind the ball, but they played well at Ibrox. I thought. Um, It'll be a different story, obviously, playing at home, but they've they've got goal scorers on their team, uh, so I, I think they can I think they can get a result here. Two two though. Hamish, yeah, not you just said Hamish. So I think Hamish must be reading my mind tonight because I'm also going with Desmond for this one. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go for two one Rangers. Uh, Johnson against Hamilton. John. Uh, one Nelson Johnson. Well, this is get this is getting a bit strange because I also have written down here one nil to St Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that is that's another one that I, I thought about taking in the charity bet St Johnston home one. Uh, I am going to go for one all. We're getting some X Files stuff tonight here. <laughs> much as Hamilton maybe are kind of down near the bottom a lot. Do tend to score, they've scored fourteen score wise. So I'm going one. Um, in yeah. terms of the odds, oh, 7 to 10, since you're 22 to 5. Uh, Inverness against Partick Thistle here. Battle order. Yeah, I had this one down as a draw. 1-1 one, one draw. John, Danny Veen, that's your prediction. 
<laughs> no, this time we do. Um, I actually think Inverness will win this one. I think they'll be confident. Um, and I think they'll win 2 1. Uh, I'm going 1 all. Inverness are 64, draws 12 to 5, party thirteen to 10. And then last up, Sunday, Celtic versus Hearts. John, what do you think? Can't see past the home victory. Um, 3 1 Celtic. Amish. Sorry, Amish. Yeah, nah, I tend to agree. I think we're we're up against it. I think any team's up against it at Celtic Park. Be interesting to see how we get on on Wednesday. We've got new players, but just can't see Celtic not hitting at least three goals. So I'm actually going to go 3 0. Don't see us getting in. Um, I'm going 3 1. Celtic are 3 10, draw is 5 1, and hearts are 9 to 1. So moving on, then Charity Brett. Be- Charity Brett, Charity Brett, predictions. <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts, Avish? What are you thinking? I said to them there, I fancy St Johnston to win at 7-10 to against Hamilton at home. I do think Cali, Ross County is both teams to score, but you can debate that one. That's 8-11. to And then, kind of, hopefully, a banker for far to beat Lonely Cowden Beath. <laughs> You didn't say banker. It's <laughs> us, come on. <laughs> You've got to remain positive. <laughs> See the only thing about yeah. St Johnson, their actual home form's not that great. They've lost four at home. Can, can I throw in a potential? Dunfermline and United both team to score. Both are scoring a lot and, and conceding a lot just now. That's a good show, actually. Ah, it could pull a forfer. You said, didn't you, as well, Hamish? Yeah. I agree with forfer. Cowden and Beath are hopeless just now. They've lost five of their last six games or something. So four for a 9-20. Dunfermline uh, against Dundee United. Both teams to score. Let me just see what that is. Score 11-20. And then you were saying about... Is it Kelly and Ross County? Kelly Ross County. Both teams to score 8-11. to uh, But you boys both don't fancy that. So uh, take, that out. take that out and I can blame you guys. I don't get the blame for it again. What <laughs> about... Morton are thirteen to ten at air. I'll oh, mind you, it's a or East Fife at home at Shinrara even. East Fife have been doing quite well recently. Shinrara down the bottom of the league. I'll agree that then that means we've all picked one each and whichever wins doesn't come up, we know who to blame. Aye, oh I like that. That's, aye, that sounds fair. And then any suggestions for a first goal scorer? I was thinking going for old faithful Liam Buchanan, Livingston v Brecon. Do you have any suggestions as well, John? Are you happy enough to go with that? I'm happy to go with that, or Shane Sutherland's at Elgin. Who are Elgin playing? Home Edinburgh City. Home Edinburgh That's actually a shout then, because Edinburgh City have had a few results, but I still think they are out their depth in that week. Right, OK, so we'll go with Shane Sutherland and then blame John, is that what we're saying? Yep. I'll right, take okay. the blame. Uh, the odds for that one will follow later in the week. In terms of the treble, £10 return... £44. Aye, go with that. See what happens. Uh, anything else you want to cover, guys? Or a short one tonight, I think? Uh, yeah, one. Can you go? I was just going to hit in one stato uh, before the end, but we didn't uh, say anything about the Wednesday night game. Celtic are playing St Johnston on Wednesday, and I think if they get or don't get beaten, that's 26 domestic games unbeaten, which equals a Lisbon Lions record. So there you go. Oh, here, do you want another start? See how you are going to go for it. Uh, Kilmarnock 
with yep. teams to score. Marika failed to score in seven of the last ten, Mark. Yeah. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll note, I'll note that one down in my notebook and we'll see what happens. Aye. <laughs> uh, so, I just for coming on, guys. It'd be good to get back to league action. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Looking so, forward to it. Yeah, hopefully there'll be more chat with the um, transfers next week. I think there should be more movements between now and next Monday. Aye, definitely. Right, cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.